Gangster with my help. Where we talk to people about, you know, how they kind of changed their life and started doing some things in a much more progressive way. Today we got it. Look, it's double trouble today, y'all. We got the, we got one of my favorite couples in the building. All right? We got Vegan Monk and his beautiful wife, Miss Tammy. How you guys doing? Yeah, yeah. What's up? What's up? All right. Now, how y'all doing on this quarantine? Y'all quarantine booing and all that. How's that going? Well, well, we we go from the living room to the kitchen, okay. to the bedroom, <laughs> to the bathroom, to the living room, to the kitchen, and all over again. The back porch. <laughs> Like it's that. good though. We just chilling. Look, we, we we was before this even happened. We was already uh, together a lot because my job okay. I, I come and go all the time. You know what I'm saying? And she was doing uh, working from the house, so it really is not a big difference. Okay, okay. What what would you say about that, Tammy? How, how you feel about it? Um, I actually like it. You know, I get to spend time with the person that I love the most. You know, we we get in clean air, so we get out and get our walks and uh, ride our bikes. So I'm right. Enjoying- time together. Dope, dope, dope. Okay, so we're going to start off with you, Monk, man. Just kind of tell us how you, well, first of all, tell the people a little bit about yourself and who you are, what you represent, all of that. I was born in the civil rights movement, so I'm a little bit older. So everybody knows, I mean, most everybody, uh, the dice of black people or and poor people uh, were very bad growing up as a, as a child. So we were uh, a product of the system. So, you know, a lot of our food was, uh, like, powdered milk. Um, uh, when we had hamburger, that was a treat. You know what I'm saying? Hamburger's no good. You know, powdered milk, powdered eggs, uh, just, you know, the, the, the basic government cheese, the whole, the whole nine. So, um, right. growing up, getting conditioned to eat that type of food um, is what I did. So, even when I got older, because, you know, until you're out of the house, you're going to eat what's there. If you don't mm-hmm. eat what's there in our household, it's like, if you don't eat this, you ain't eating anything. That's, That's right. It. You know what I'm saying? Besides whatever I could steal from the store or whatever, you know what I'm saying? I was one of them kids. But right. uh, uh, as you got older and then you got out, you thought you was eating good by eating. Now you could get a steak or now you can get some chicken or some fast food. So to us, fast food was a treat. There were seven of us with just my mom. So we thought wow. we got a ham- we got a hamburger just just hamburgers and fries for seven kids. I mean, you damn near had to take out a loan in in our household to right. make that happen. Right. So we thought that was a super treat. So we thought this poisonous food was a treat for us. So after we I got out the house and I could get this type of stuff, I was even before I got out of the house because I got these little jobs when I was in high school. I thought that was a treat. I thought that was the thing to do was eat this fast food. I thought that was the good food because it was a step up from this government food. So I thought. And then after I got older, uh, uh, after I got out of high school and, and started moving around and started trying to get into this gym thing, it was all chicken, you know, eat your chicken, eat your steak, you know, you need your protein and this and that. So it was basically, a, a, I thought, was a, a good American diet at the mm-hmm. time. Real quick, real quick, let me intervene real quick. Let me ask you a question. So you just talked about chicken, you talked about protein, you know, a lot of guys that hit the gym real hard. They real big on the chicken. They real big on trying to get you know some eggs, some protein. What would you say is the biggest misconception that these dudes have about protein? Well, first of all, that narrative is is always been around, but it was the agenda behind that was for these industries to make money. So you're never going to hear protein without some type of meat attached. I went to a restaurant one time and I ordered a salad, and they said, "What kind of 
protein do you want on your salad? I'm like, what do you mean? What kind of protein do I want on my salad? Oh, do you want chicken? Do you want so they're they're linking protein with animal products. Mm. Not 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 most people don't know that there's a lot of protein in plant products, right? right. So first of all, a, a mother's milk has very 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 little protein in it, and it's the perfect food for a human being, mm. right? We drink cow's milk which has like, I don't know how many times the protein that we need is for a baby cow to grow 600 pounds in a year. So we're taking these massive doses of protein and, and like with the milk, we can't even process that. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of people, they're taking all this extra protein, either their body, you know, kicks it out or it's stored as something else. It's not even beneficial to what they're trying to do. So this over-proteining themselves, and, and everybody knows when you, when you eat too much protein, it, it has adverse effects on your body Correct. and your health, right? So we, we, we were eating too much. They try to say, I think, what, a, 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 gram for, a gram for every pound or something like that. We just weigh too much protein. And since I became a, a vegan and stopped eating meat, I haven't lost anything. You know mm. what I'm saying? As far as strength, as size, and I know I'm not eating nearly half the protein that I was eating before because I was eating egg whites all day, chicken all day, okay. turkey. You know what I'm saying? I was I was shoveling it down. So your body's only going to use what it, what it needs. Right. So, okay, so tell the people how you actually came to become a vegan. This is a very interesting story. Uh, well, I, I, I didn't intend or plan on becoming vegan. I didn't know when, what, what a vegan was when I went vegetarian. I went vegetarian first, but three years into my meditation practice, and we were together, we were together when I was still eating meat. I was still heavy into the chicken and turkey burgers and all that, seafood and all that. So three years, I, I, I was on this healing journey, not physically, but spiritually, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and mentally, because I was used to be an alcoholic, and uh, it was my, my crutch, but it was tearing my body down. So I had to stop, so I, I dove into meditation. So three years into my meditation, I'm at a restaurant and I'm eating uh, and I'm looking at the menu. It's one of them like Black Bear Diner things. It's in Oakland, but it's called the Buttercup. Okay. And all the stuff on the menu was like uh, like chicken fried steak, you know, that type of, you know what I'm saying? Bacon, right. uh, you know what I'm saying? All that type of food. Uh, steak and eggs. And I'm like, man, none of this look good at all. So I got a, a, a vegetarian omelet. So usually when I get an omelet, I'll get pieces of uh, bacon on there or, you know, right. some side of meat or, you know, some ham in there or something like that. You know, right. I'm like, none of this is appealing to me right now. So my friend that I was with said, are you a vegetarian? And I looked at her and I said, yes. <laughs> I, I, I did not know why I right. said it. When I said it, it was with conviction, and I knew I wasn't going to eat meat anymore. So I'm mm. like, wow. And I, as soon as I left there, I started looking stuff up. I said, I, I, I just stopped eating meat. I know I'm not going to eat this meat no more. So I, I looked at the connection between uh, meditation and, 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 you know, vegetarianism, and it said that basically on a subconscious level, because you know uh, our subconscious mind runs 95% of the show. So these right. decisions that we're making, we don't even know why we're making it. Mm. It's a subconscious move. Right. So it says subconsciously you, you didn't want to do any harm to, to any other beings that have the ability to suffer. 
And I kind of stepped back like this, like, thought about it. And I said, well, that makes sense. Because I've always been, a, a, even when I was out there being invited and doing whatever I was doing, I always had this compassion. Man, I'm telling you, man, I, I got into it with, with this guy and I, I stomped him out. Stomped his head out real bad. Mm. After I was left there, I was like, man, I hope he's all right. Mm. That's what kind of conflict I right, had going right. on inside, right? What I was doing in my life wasn't matching. It wasn't right with your spirit, right, right. Right, it okay. wasn't. So I started thinking about this, and I'm like, I couldn't kill that animal. If, if someone said, you know, you got to kill this before you eat it, I wouldn't be able to do it. Mm. I wouldn't be able to do it. If someone said, there's a pig in the back, if you want some bacon, go handle it. I wouldn't be able to do it. Right. I didn't have it in me. So what that told me at that moment was, if I wouldn't be able to do that, why am I going against what I know is right? Right? Why am I going against that? Why am I still eating this when I couldn't do it myself? Why am I paying, basically paying someone else to do this for me? So if I can't do it myself, why do I feel it's okay or justified to, to pay, have a part in that? Mm, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. If I can't do it, you know, it's almost like telling someone else to go do your dirty work for you. You know what I'm saying? Right. If right. I, I mean, that's pretty much what it is. Right, right. Yeah. If I can't do it, then why should I eat that? And it made right. some sense to me at that time. But I wasn't vegan yet. I didn't know what a vegan was, even though when I looked it up that day, I think I seen the word vegan in there. And then when I eventually did look to see what a vegan was, it was still all about the food, and I was like, milk, eggs. I'm like, well, I don't really drink that much milk, and cows just have milk, and I don't, and, and eggs, shoot, chickens just have eggs, right? So this right. is how ignorant it was. Then I seen a video on the egg process and the milk process. Oh, the cow got to be pregnant. Oh, they take the baby. If the baby's a male, that's veal. That's what veal is. Mm. And if it's female, then they hook it up to the machines and milk it to death. The cow will live for a few years when it should live 15 to 20. And then on the egg industry, they give them all these this, these hormones, whatever they give them, to make them have a bunch of eggs, tear themselves down, stub them in the cages, cut their beaks off, and the male chicks get ground up alive. And when I heard that, I'm like, no. I said, I don't care. Right. I, I want no parts of that. None at all, right? You know what, man? Real quick, I used to I used to be a butcher for six years. You know what I mean? So I didn't see every piece of meat, beef, pork, and, you know... I've seen some of these guys do some some nasty stuff to cover up, you know, whether it's, you know, something on the piece, the meat, you know what I mean? Right, right. Like a wound or something like that. Right, I mean, right. I've seen all kinds of stuff, you know what I mean? And it, it, it gets really, it get gross. Yeah. And, and, and you know, the, the, the more I started to meditate, I, I was a vegetarian for a couple of years. And, I, you know, I always kept up with my meditation. And then when I seen these these videos, I'm like, I can't be a part of that. So I said, I don't care what happens as far as losing muscle or whatever, because I was, I was popping eggs. I was popping eggs all day. Right. As Tammy kid come in the house and it just smell like egg. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I let that go. But then I also made the realization that these, this jacket I'm wearing, the shoes I'm wearing, mm. the belt, this is skin from those animals. Right. It made me feel like I was like Hannibal Lecter, like I was just wearing uh, someone else's you know what I'm saying? Skin suit. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, right. And so I, I loaded up all my, my uh, leather stuff because I stopped wearing it, but I still had them in my house. So I loaded it all up. We loaded it all up, put it in the back of the truck, trunk, and I, and I went down to the uh, old hood where I used to stay in the uh, 
handed all my stuff out with uh, oranges and bananas and popped the trunk and they just lined up and I just started passing it out from dress shoes to dress shoes to Jordans to leather jackets to hats. I think I even had hats in there, right? Yeah, we just the whole trunk. They were running over there. <laughs> I want that one. I want hey, but that you know what? That, hey, that was a blessing that you was able to do that for those people. Yeah, really yeah, yeah. I'm just not gonna throw them out. I already paid for them. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right, exactly. They ain't, then they're, they're not there, and they need that. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, so let let me let me ask you this. Let's go and kind of get into like um the couple thing. So a lot of times when you know you have two people that's in a relationship. Maybe they may not be on the same thing at first. Like, how how do you find a balance? You know what I mean? As oh, this one that... right here. This one yes, right here. Yes, right here. Gonna... Hey, she said she ain't never gonna. She, uh, you do your thing. <laughs> <laughs> so wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. So how do you? Because a lot of people are like that. And so you know, when you talk about taking away their meat, you know, people be used to eat that bacon. You know, them, them chickens. You know, what I mean, all of that stuff. How do you? I mean, it is like yo taken away from what I what I really enjoy. You want you want to talk about that, Tim? Well, yeah. it was hard at first because you know when you cooking dinner, I'm, I'm cooking basically two dinners, one for him and one for me. Wow, wow. And eventually, it got to the point where I would uh, start leaving the meat off and just make another side dish for him as well as for myself. So right. That kind of transitioned into becoming a vegetarian. Okay. But it's hard. It, it, it was hard, though. So it's like for couples that, like, one's vegan and one is not, it's like you're unevenly yoked. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Put it like this. If I was single and I had to go out there in the, in the dating world again, there's, there's no way that I would start talking to somebody that, that was all the way in as far as eating animals. It, it'd be like I, I just got out of rehab and then I just linked back up with a, a, a crack phone has a crack problem. You know, mm -hmm. it doesn't make no sense. It, it it at my core. These are my beliefs at my core. You know what I'm saying? Right. There's no right. way I can try to convince this person that you know I'm not cool with that. And to sit right. at the dinner table every night when there's legs and body parts and stuff on the plate, <laughs> right. I, I wouldn't be able to do it. So with right. me and her, right? With me and her, it got to a point where I think that. The last, I think I might have told you that I had made. Uh, she always had me make the turkey burgers, and I, one day I was like, "That's it, I can't touch it anymore." And I had mm -hmm. it in my hand, and I was feeling that energy and looking down at that blood, and I said, "I'm cool." Then we had right. that discussion. We had that discussion. I'm like, we had to have that talk. I'm like, I can't. I'm not saying that I'm gonna leave you, but I, this is not okay with me anymore. Right. And like I mentioned to you before, I mean, we had went. How long we had that rib cage in the in the in the freezer? You know how the big old rib cage just sitting in the freezer, man. Every time I open the freezer, man, someone's ribs is in the freezer. <laughs> it was morbid. I'm talking a big old rib cage like this, just sitting in there, just like. <laughs> so look, wait. So tell me, let me ask you real quick. Like when you started, you know, changing different things that you were eating. Talk about the way that your body felt. Like talk a little bit about that. Well, when I first started um, taking meat out of my diet, my body missed meat because, you know, you see it on the TV and, you know, you go out to eat with people and it's just so easy to come by. Right. It's, you know, as far as uh, my body missed that meat. So it, it wasn't uh, easy in the beginning, but mm -hmm. then I learned to adjust, you know, especially growing up and 
you cook a certain way, you know, you uh, learn cooking from your mom who learned it from her mom. So, you yes. know, you cook chicken and smothered this and smothered that and great right, right. that and the other. And, you know, so it was, it, it was right. hard to give up. <laughs> you got to learn to cook a different way. Right. So, wait, I, I, got, I have to ask you this, Miss Tammy. How is it being with a brother that's this strict? Like this dude is disciplined. He's very disciplined with what he does. Very so disciplined. How, how how is how is that? It's tough at times, but you know I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I I really admire him for that. I mean I, I'm not that strict all the time. But you know what? I'm honestly I admire it too. I remember when he came down to L.A. Like we was at like the vegan fair, like everybody having fun eating. He like I can't eat that. <laughs> but hey, but you know, I had I had a competition coming up. You remember that, right? Yeah, so I remember just, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I okay. just tasted a little bit. I'm like, man, I can't. I want to eat all this, but I just I can't. So, 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 Mark, where do you get that kind of discipline from? Well, well, you know what? I always, I think I've always had it. Like mm. back in the day when Did I you had play sport? Did you play, you play like football back in the day or something? Yeah, I played football. Okay. And it's okay. like when I used to work as a teenager. I just was always early to work. I was always, you know, doing that. I think I kind of, in the gym, I always been disciplined to the gym. But um, I think somewhere down the line, everything else just kind of the wheels fell off. And when, when I had to start doing things again to change my life and I went into meditation, that's when my discipline started back. That was an everyday thing, man. I've been doing that every day for 11 years. You know what I'm saying? So when you when you start out with a practice like that, which brings everything else into line, you don't want to ever stop doing that. You're right, man. You're, you're that's right. Your, that's I'll your tell, I, I tell some of the um, I tell some of the people like, you know, with me, like <clears throat> I used to work in sales. So it's like when I would do the work as far as getting up every day in the morning, doing my meditation, work was easy. The money came. You know what I mean? But when I wasn't doing the work. It was just, I was all over the place. You know what I mean? It, it, it was a lot more challenging for me, you know. Um, so, really quick, uh, we definitely know that your name is Vegan Monk. This brother is over 50, right? Yes, sir. How are you over 50 and looking like Tammy, how are you over 50 and looking like that? Tammy, <laughs> 70. He's 70. <laughs> so, so, look, man, so you are a bodybuilder, okay? Um, you, you do a lot of competitions and things like that. As far as being a vegan and cutting that meat out of your diet, what? how does that give you a, maybe an edge or anything like so, that? I didn't start bodybuilding until after I became vegan. Okay. Um, I, was, I was always in the gym. But the biggest thing that I noticed as far as uh, my workouts and stuff is the recovery, recovery time. Mm. I mean, my body snaps right back. It doesn't have all the inflammation. So it heals way faster. So I can go do a workout, be really sore, next day, gone. I mean, wow. even as far, yeah, even as far as like um, when you catch a cold or something, the cold just leaves so fast. I mean, it's there and it's gone. Your body is on overdrive. You know what I'm saying? Your immune system is up. Your body heals. As far as keeping the muscles, like I said, you don't need as much protein as you think. So okay. being a vegan, you have more energy. More energy creates, you know, a, a, a longer, ex more intense workout, a right. longer workout, which creates growth. You know what I'm saying? And then, which, then, and then the body heals at a faster rate. So that's what happens when people take steroids. 
and other drugs, you know, uh, uh, performance enhancing drugs, right? PEDs. Their body, they have more energy, more strength, and they recover. Mm. So it's not on that level, but that's what happens. You have more energy, more strength, and you recover faster. So it, it's all, it's all, there's no cons. It's all pros as far as like being in the gym, for sure. Right. So what do you say to people who feel like if they cut out meat, you know, they just going to totally get skinny. They going to lose all the muscle. You, you know, you know what the perception is. Well, well, they they will if they just cut out meat. So you're just cutting out calories. You're cutting out, you know, nutrients that come from this animal. So that's what people's biggest mistake is. They just remove something they don't replace it with anything. Mm. Most people diet, starch, blood, a little bit of vegetables. Starch, blood, a little bit of vegetables. So you take right. out the, you take out the meat part, which they're getting all the nutrients through this piece of meat, and they right. just got side dishes. You're not eating any nutrients, you know, dense food. So you're gonna get skinny. You're gonna lose weight. You have to learn what you need, okay. and you gotta start doing some research. Eating mm. that dark green, you know, vegetables. Drinking the cold pressed juices. You know what I'm saying? Fruits and vegetables. You have to. Switch up your diet completely. You can't just be. You can't just remove something. And mm-hmm. I think that's people's biggest mistake. They just remove something, so they're always hungry. They're not getting the nutrients. So you know they're starting to get smaller. You 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 can still eat the same amount of calories if your calories is up as as high as it was when you were eating meat. You're not going to lose anything. And if those mm-hmm. are good calories, you, it, there's nothing but benefits. Okay. Okay. So Tammy, real quick, tell us one of your quick go-to meals to get this brother right and just, you know, get them muscles like that. What's one of your quick go-tos? Stir-fry, pinto beans and rice. Love the beans. Hey, hey, that's always good. I'm with the beans. (laughs) (laughs) I'm with the beans. (laughs) Pinto beans, uh, lentils. So, yeah, we do all of that. Salads. Wow. Okay. Great. Great. So, uh, Monk, what 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 do you got going right now, man? As far as well, like, did I send you a copy? Did I I sent you a copy of my book? Did you read it? You did. I read. Some, I, I didn't read it all. I read I, some. I, I got a revised. I got a revised copy though. I'm gonna send you. Okay. Now, so, when, yeah, when, do, when do you got that dropping? I I don't know. I'm just kind of in a spot where I'm just waiting to see what direction to go because I don't want to rush into anything. Um, I was supposed to have a competition, bodybuilding competition last weekend. You know that didn't happen. So I just say I won that competition. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> so, look, he was probably going to win anyway. <laughs> man, I'll say, I'm just saying I won that competition. And I'm right. not lying. I mean, you, who knows? But, uh, yeah, I'm just uh, doing my, you know, I train people. I, uh, I do life coaching. Um, okay. I'm doing, you know what I'm saying? And, and te- you know, I'm focusing on less, less of the body and more of the Spirit, you know what I'm saying? As mm. far as my, my, my coaching goes, because if that foundation is solid, then you're going to want to love yourself. You're going to want to take care of yourself. You're going to want to mm. go to the gym. You're going to want to create these great habits for you because it's from a place of love instead of going, I just want my body to be a certain way. I think the right. foundation is key. Once the foundation is there, you're going to want to make these moves to improve your life in every single, every single, you know, place in your life, whether it be physical, mental, uh, uh, career-wise, you just want to do you want to do better, you right. know. So I've, I'm focusing on you know the meditation and 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 life coaching and things like that more so than the physical. Even though the money that's coming in, most of my money is from training people, uh, personal training. But I'm trying to make that shift to go more into the spiritual and in the life coaching. 
Okay. Are you doing are you doing anything through maybe like Zoom right now? Yeah, yeah. All oh, my you are? Stuff, okay. Yeah. WebEx and uh FaceTime. Yeah. Okay, okay, great, great, great. Okay, so so let me ask you real quick before we get out of here, uh Monk. So if you had the younger you, like sitting right next to you, you being your age now, like what would you say to the younger you back then? I would say you are good enough. Mm. Mm. That's what you I know, you know what, man? I don't know. You know, I don't know. I was having a conversation with one of my, my friends the other day, and I, th- I said one thing I think as parents, I, I think we don't do that enough to our children is tell them, like, you know, good job and congratulate them and let them know that, yo, you did, you, you're good enough. Like, just like you said, you know, and that's important for a child's self-esteem. I think that's really, really important because, you know what, sometimes we grow up and you have people that are 50, 60 still looking for that from their parents. You know what right. I'm saying? Well, well it, 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 it's about accepting yourself fully and loving yourself. And, and unfortunately, a lot of us, I mean, through subconscious, you know, programming growing up, we don't have that. Right. Like we and, and we'll never find it if we're still running with that program. And then we wonder mm-hmm. why we have all this destructive behavior, this alcoholism, you know, all these addictions, because we, we have that, that con- inner conflict that we haven't dealt with, we haven't healed yet. So, you know, you go through your whole life wondering why you feel off. Well, it's because you're not, you're not showing any love for yourself. You don't feel like you deserve it. Mm-hmm. So what about you, Tammy? What would the younger you, what would the older you say to the younger version of yourself right now? Just love yourself. Mm-hmm. Love yourself first before you can love anybody else. Okay, okay. Now, Monk, man, you got several things going on, brother. I know you do. <clears throat> I don't know about all of them, so I want you to tell the people everything you got going on, how they can get in touch with you, or if they want to get in touch with your wife, Tammy, how they can do that. Okay, well, uh, I do, I'm a, you know, I'm a public speaker. I do speaking, and I'm really focusing on that as well because I think I can get my message across uh, to, you know, mo- multiple people instead of just, you know, one-on-one. So I want to get my message out to, you know, thousands of people. And I'm going to bring my book along with that, uh, my speaking engagements. Like I said before, I do life coaching, um, personal training. And you can get a hold of me on IG at monk underscore eternal and on Facebook, vegan monk. And then um, I'll even throw my email in there, jccmonk uh, at gmail.com. And uh, you can uh, reach out to me on IG. I am Mrs. Vegan Monk. And on Facebook, Tammy Whitmore Coleman. All right. Now, Monk, aren't you doing something with, like, a company or something like that? Oh, yeah. Sponsored by these guys. Okay. Talk, yeah. a little, talk a little bit about them before we... Really yeah, so, yeah, so Clean Machine, Clean Machine is the reason why I was in, even a bodybuilder. They picked me up six weeks later. They's like, I'm, you're flying to Texas, you're going to be in this bodybuilding competition. I'm like, there I go. And wow. that's how it started. You know, that's how it started. Now I'm three times pro, but they have the, wow. the, the most, the cleanest, natural, effective products out there. So people don't understand that a lot of these supplement companies... They source this stuff from overseas, and there's a lot of heavy metals and things in there. So, mm. yeah, there's a, and they don't regulate them like they do food. So you, you think the food is bad, the, the supplements, they're not even regulated. 
So they can put whatever they want to in there. Oh, they're I mean, not regulated. Some, I didn't know that. No, some of the BCAs are made with duck hair and human, uh, from duck hair and human hair. They take the proteins out of them and they make uh, branched chain aminos out of them. Of course, they're sterile, but still, that's where they come from. Yeah, it's crazy. You can look that up. But uh, um, uh, yeah, so the the protein we have is it's, it's the plant is used is called lentine, not lentil. It's lentine. It's a flowering water plant. It's the m- most nutrient dense plant on the planet. More spirulina, moringa, any other plant on the planet is most nutrient dense, and the whole entire plant is broke down into the same. So it's not. It's not an isolated protein. So you're getting a, like a superfood meal plus the protein. But we have four products, and it's just like if you're going to put something in your body to help you, you want to put something in there that's food. This is actually food. It's, it's, right. it, it's not an isolated protein. It's a food. It's a whole food. So mm. um, that's what makes it different. And it's all sourced here. It's all sourced where you, you, you can see where it's sourced from. It's not, you know, taken from China or or somewhere else where you don't know what these ingredients are. And they do that because it's very cheap. You know, you source your stuff from all them overseas and you can get it dirt cheap. But that's not what this company is about. It's about quality. You know what I'm saying? So it's a little bit more expensive, but it's working. Right. Okay. And are they at like a clean machine on? Clean machine. Um, uh, yeah. You can look up on, on, on Instagram, clean machine, on uh, Facebook, clean machine. But if you want to go to the website, it's www.cleanmachineonline.com. And I even have a code I'm going to give you. It's, uh, what is my code? What is my code? <laughs> they, man, I ain't. Hey, you know what? Hey, they're going to have to hit you up in the inbox man, for that code. They're going to have to hit me up. I'll give them the code. What is my code? It's Jay. <laughs> Ain't that some? <laughs> no, it's yeah. all it's all good. If y'all yeah, want to go, y'all want that yeah. discount, y'all gotta hit Mark's inbox for that right there. Okay. Right, right. <laughs> all right. Well, listen, man. You guys got anything else you guys want to say before we get on out of here? Man, man we we would just want to say, man, we we need to we need to love each other better, man. We need to spread this love out here, man. Yeah. And we need to understand uh, with our brothers and sisters, man, that when we look at them, we see the face of God, and we, we mm. should never be violent or or look it down on, on, on anybody. We were mm. told to do this. We were told to, to tear each other down. We were told to be jealous and envious of the next. We were told. That's why we're separate now. Mm. We, need to look, we need to look at each other as if we are a perfect expression of God, because that's what we are. And the power that we have is unlimited. Mm. We, we, we people people got us thinking that we are we aren't powerful, and we are. You know what, brother Monk? You just took my last twenty dollars. I'm gonna put it in the collection plate of Stephen <laughs> Monk back his double rock church on the corner, shocking like a boom boom. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, man, it was great having you both. You know, I always enjoy you, brother. Enjoy the deal, yo. Uh, this is gangster with my help. Peace and love, y'all. We out of here.